From the pinnacle of the media landscape, this is Market Edge. Join your host, Larry Weber, as he discovers the answers from analysts, entrepreneurs, and technologists who are preparing the blueprints for the future of marketing. Hear from those who are taking us to a new age of social media, e-communities, and the blogosphere. blogosphere. Now, please welcome your host of Market Edge, Larry Weber. Hi, and welcome to Market Edge. I'm your host, Larry Weber, chairman of W2 Group, a global marketing services ecosystem organized to help CMOs in their new role as builders of communities and content aggregators. Today, I'll be talking about the future of email, social networking, and a variety of next-generation direct thoughts with one of the best, Matt Kaiser, co-founder and president of Daytron Media. Daytron is a leader and one of the best-known in email marketing and web advertising that connects companies to customers according to customers' behaviors and contexts. Matt was the architect for the technology that underlies Daytron's suite of performance marketing solutions. Before founding Daytron, Matt was the senior VP of Traffics, an interactive media marketing company, and there he transformed Traffics, an offline direct marketing company, into an online direct marketing company. Two of his marketing and technology initiatives at Traffics were building a demand aggregation platform and a performance-based marketing engine. Matt is on the advisory board of Wanmo.com, which is China's premier performance marketing company. Welcome to Market Edge, Matt. Thanks so much, Larry. Pleasure to be here. Hey, Matt, first from, for the audience, could you sort of, in, in every man's terms, tell us what Daytron does on a daily basis to help its clients out? Sure. Well, we've got offices in New York, Austin, and Reston, as well as Chicago. And uh, through our exchange online and our advanced targeting uh, application, we've brought efficiencies um, to email similar to those efficiencies uh, that you see in display and search. In other words, we've made it really easy to target and buy email and other inbox media like social media through our exchange online application online. How has email marketing evolved over the last few years? I mean, you know, we hear a lot about it. Some people say it's seen its day. Others are saying it hasn't even begun yet. Give us some sort of some benchmarks and some, some narrative around the history and the future of email marketing as you see it right now. Sure. Well, that's an interesting question, Larry. You know, um, it's interesting that most people apparently spend about 70% of their time online inside of, inside of some type of messaging, and yet the overall marketing spend is less than 2%. Um, so from my perspective, the future is very bright. Um, I think that, you know, much like search, as it's become more and more you know, uh, possible to have highly targeted messaging within email, you're going to see the online spend grow. So what's changed is that, you know, 10 years ago, the best that you could do were very basic campaigns and selects. Today, though, um, within email, there's a lot of the same technology that you can find within display and that you'd find in other direct response, uh, you know, channels like uh, telemarketing and direct mail. So you can get really, really targeted. You can reach the right consumer. And through um, exchanges like Exchange Online, there's a real efficiency um, between the publisher and the advertiser. So the advertiser can reach actually exactly who they're set out to reach, and the publisher is actually able to 
able to gain real yield on their email media by allowing the uh, advertiser to reach exactly who they're looking for. So from where I stand, um, email marketing, um, inbox messaging, social media, uh, mobile, they're really huge opportunities that allow the advertiser or the brand to really um, start a dialogue with the consumer and really uh, communicate complex messages that that aren't really uh, uh, that can't be communicated properly um, within other types of online media channels like display and search because the ad unit just just isn't right for complex messages. It it you know I often think about you know that we talk about the money that's being spent especially still in television advertising which i still hold as intrusive in a lot of ways even though some of it's funny and and a lot of that 165 billion dollars is going to have to move to things like you're talking about um but you know every morning i'll watch maybe a clip or two from the today show on msnbc and I'm amazed that, one, before I get to see that clip, they force me to watch some pre-roll. And I hate being forced to do something. And second, the other morning, they showed me Dove shaving cream for women, and they got to know who I am. Why do you think it's still so antiquated, um, the way brands are playing around with the web? That's a really good question. You know, I was speaking with someone just uh, earlier in the week that said to me, um, they're really excited about digital media. And the point of the conversation was that digital is, is going to be all media channels, that television and radio and, and almost all channels are, are going to migrate towards the um, measurability and targetability, if, if there is such a word, um, that you now see online. Why it's taken so long? Uh, that's a really good question. One one, one potential reason is, is, you know, everything is, you know, the economy has been great and, and uh, people do what they're used to doing. And, and uh, brands have been very successfully built over the years using uh, broadcast media. Today we know that it's inefficient and the consumers really prefer, in most cases, once educated, um, to receive messaging that's actually targeted to them. What's most important, of course, is that the consumer is given the choice to opt out of targeted messaging or behavioral marketing. But, um, you know, television is inefficient. And when you really look at the number of eyeballs uh, that are online versus the marketing spend, I would have to agree. Just like, um, you know, the huge disparity between eyeballs online and, and dollars spent in, in email, there's a huge disparity between eyeballs and TV and the dollars being spent. And it, it looks like, uh, which, which is very interesting, that the softness in the economy is most likely going to drive big brands and, and big corporations to look to measurable media types and that the big winner is going to be um, digital media. Um, and uh, that's often the case during these downturns in, in the economy. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And if you look at sort of the landscape of digital media as it's evolving and, and, and the opportunities to spend marketing dollars, give, give our listeners a sense of what you believe the advantage is of inbox marketing over other types of marketing and advertising on the web. Um, I mean, it's obvious to the, uh, you know, the forced pre-roll, but, you know, you know other banners, buttons, video, as, as rich media becomes more popular, what are the advantages of inbox marketing? 
Well, with inbox marketing, um, one of the most obvious is that it's a two-way communication. That the consumer actually has the ability to not only um, you know read about your message, but also has the ability in many cases to respond and ask questions. So this this open dialogue and communication is very different than the other online media channels. Um, it's also important to note that inbox marketing allows for push, and this is critical. Because if you spend a lot of money to acquire your customer and you want to tell them about one of your new products or you just want to check in and make sure that you've delivered on the promises uh, of your last media and marketing campaign and sales uh, with this individual, you need, you need a, a inbox marketing to do it. Um, it's also worth noting that uh, customers that are acquired through inbox marketing are often worth more. And this really relates back to my first two points, that it's a two-way communication and that uh, it's possible to actually reach back out to your consumer. When you actually know that your consumer is comfortable with the media channel and inbox marketing, it's really easy to, to stay in touch and do upsells and cross-sells and, and the like. So it's, it's a really important media type, especially with, this, with the new generation moving farther and farther away from being responders in other direct response medias like um, telemarketing and direct mail. Um, it's also worth noting that inbox marketing, unlike any other media channel, is a great, great um, companion to all other types of media and marketing campaigns, meaning if you do a radio uh, ad or you do a television ad or you acquire customers through uh, you know, search or display, it's with inbox marketing that you can help convert those leads into sales. Um, and uh, this is unique, and, and it's actually in many cases, people don't think of it this way, but inbox marketing can be used like landing page optimization and like analytics. It's a way to take those really valuable um, clicks and leads and turn them into sales. It almost is part of the whole evolution of lead generation. There seems to be more and more noise about the sophistication of lead generation that we're getting to, and it probably is, to your point, going to look more like a converged set of, of features and benefits. Yes, uh, I, I think you're right. I think that uh, you know, digital media and, and, and marketing and lead generation are, are all really converging into a, a single, um, you know, optimized, intelligent platform that we like to say is, is based on a critical mass of network intelligence. Um, you know, I think most people, when given the opportunity um, and are educated and told, look, you can either receive advertising that's that's not targeted to you or advertising that is targeted to you, but either way, you're going to have to receive advertising because it's how we pay to bring you these messages, they're going to choose to receive messages that are actually relevant to them. And uh, I think it's a good thing. Have we gone past the, you know, one of, the, one of my friends, Seth Godin's probably my favorite book was his first, Permission-Based Marketing. And, you know, I, I got to give you two examples from, a, you know, an old guy like me. So I pay all my bills online and with Bank of America, and I go through all the passwords, and they're great and they're secure. But, you know, sometimes I'm looking for other financial products and uh, might zoom around and look for how to save for college for my last kid or, or you know, good car loans. And, you know, Bank of America has my trust, but I never get anything with it. You know, I, I never get any message on anything. And, and it, 
it wouldn't bother me if they did that. A second example I'll give you, Matt, is uh, General Motors, who I've done a lot of work for over the years, and we're probably on our fourth gas-guzzling SUV, which we shouldn't be in this day and age, I know. But they've had my email, and I've told this to the GM marketing team, they've had my email and my family's emails uh, since our second SUV. So that's probably nine years, and we've never got an email, even a thank you email from them. So I'm not blaming them, but what's the deal? What are they missing, you know, in, in not building a relationship here? It's actually a really good question. I think primarily um, inbox uh, marketing has really never been thought of as media. And uh, the advantages of being able to have a two-way communication with your customer means that it's really, really critical to make sure that when you have that two-way communication that you're on target. And email marketing um, just didn't grow up quite as fast. Inbox marketing didn't grow up quite as fast, I think, as other media types. I think what you will see is going forward, because of media and because of uh, exchange online in particular um, and other exchanges, you will see email and inbox marketing start to actually be treated um, a lot more like standard media. And part of that is also because technology and optimization technology is starting to be, be used within that media, and brands can be assured that they're actually going to reach their um, consumers with relevant messages. In the past, I think it was too difficult to provide that one-to-one -one message, even when you had permission to talk to your consumer. Today, um, with the new technologies and with, I think, the just overall growth in inbox marketing because of social, um, brands and agencies alike are being forced to look at inbox marketing and figure out how to bring the efficiencies to, to it that exist in display and in search. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think, and I think the trend is going to just start moving at a faster pace um, uh, that we see. We need to take a, a short commercial break right now, but please stand by, and we'll be right back with Matt Kaiser, founder of Daytran Media, one of the big leaders in email marketing and performance marketing in general, and more of this conversation on Market Edge. Market Edge will continue in just a moment. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting at a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. LookSmart, premium and performance advertising solutions. Okay, so you're telling me that if I put the Go Currency Converter on my site, all my international customers can see how much they're paying in their own currency? Yeah, GoCurrency.com has free currency converters, language translations, international clocks, everything you need to do international business. So how does it work? Conversion elves. Conversion elves? Yeah, watch. Want to know what this will cost in euros? Check this out. Listen up, elves. We got one. $34 US. I need that in euros. Now, people. <laughs> We got it. Put it up there, elves. Wow. Currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. 
free currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. It's time to do your thing, affiliate thing. Hey, this is Sean Collins from WebmasterRadio.fm. And, um, and I'm... Uh, oh, do I, I not get to say who I am? Is it your show now? I flubbed my line, but... It's because you're the righteous host, and I'm just the and. <laughs> go on, go right. on, go on. I'll just sit back, let you take over. Go ahead. I'm just sit here in the pod cave, and you okay, let me know if you Sean need Collins me. and Lisa. <laughs> affiliate thing. Dig it. My broadcast Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Find Webmaster Radio now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Add us today from the WebmasterRadio.fm home. Want a hot pod? Load it with WebmasterRadio.fm and play with us all day long. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. From the pinnacle of the marketing landscape, we now return to Market Edge. Once again, here's your host, Larry Weber. Welcome back to Market Edge. This is your host, Larry Weber, and I'm here today with Matt Kaiser. One of the founders of Daytran Media, one of the giants of email marketing and performance marketing in general. Matt, you know, before we get into I want to, you know, explore some of the explosion of social media and how it's going to marry things that your, your guys are doing at uh, Daytran. But I, I got to ask sort of an, an off-the-cuff question about my kids. You know, I've got uh, three kids, but the two teenage girls only hardly ever email. They'll, you know, they're IMing and they're texting, and you think they're going to be forced into our email world in the future, or what is the future of messaging in general? We keep using the word email in this conversation, but should we be using something else? You know, I think that's, uh, you know, it's a good question. Uh, honestly, uh, Daytran Media uh, has dropped the word email from its vernacular, and today really uh, refers to messaging and and you know, when it's pushed to inbox messaging. And that's because um, I think the marketer understands that the most important thing is to reach the consumer where the consumer wants to be reached. And what's important is delivering to them the message or the content that they seek. So um, I think messaging is changing. And uh, honestly, from our perspective, we see social media um, a lot like email in the early days. Just like CompuServe and AOL were closed networks when they first launched, and you couldn't message from one application to the other, we believe that uh, online social media will also converge, and that one day in the not-too-distant future, you'll be able to communicate probably between social media and the inbox, between um, uh, inbox within different social media like Facebook and MySpace from one to the other and, and really see the, the applications um, coming together. Uh, many people that I speak with, in fact, say that email was really the original social uh, media. And uh, I think you'll see that uh, as time goes on, um, they're going to become and look more and more alike. 
Um, but it's important to note that I think the inbox on a phone, mobile, is also quite similar. So I guess you know, to answer your question, I don't think your, your children will be forced to uh, you know, embrace email. In fact, I think that social and email will uh, really converge. That's a good point. You know, now we're getting to a topic, as you know, is close to my heart in the, this whole uh, evolution of social media and marketing. I agree with you on the email being the early phases of social. I was lucky enough and been around long enough to have done a lot of work in the launch of AOL. And I remember when it was, like you said, the closed network. And the most interesting chat rooms were things like uh, breast cancer survivors or Boston Red Sox lunatics. And, you know, they love communicating with one another and going to a place of, of commonality. I also, you know, look at Facebook and, and watch that a little less than a social phenomenon as almost a communications platform evolution. Talk to us a little bit more about how this convergence of what you all do and performance marketing will marry a social uh, social media isn't just Facebook, but it becomes really the long tail, small fishing sites or small you know shopping sites, uh, uh, small healthcare sites, these kinds of things. Well, what we've tried to do is, is um, you know, we've integrated our social media messaging into our StormPost email marketing platform because we believe that it is important for companies and of all sizes to be able to communicate with their consumers uh, where the consumer wants to be reached. And the first step is making that easy and, and something that can be done. Um, display media, um, you don't actually know who the user is. So you don't have the ability to reach out to them with the personalized messages that you do when you're talking to somebody in the inbox. So what we're really focused on is, is addressing the ability to, I, I, to combine marketing efforts within multiple channels. Because marketers know that when you reach a consumer in multiple marketing channels, it's more effective. And social, email, display, they're all converging. And if you can't have a cohesive message across all of the above, um, you're just you're leaving opportunity on the table. Matt, let's, let's turn our attention a little to this whole behavioral marketing that you've mentioned quite a bit. As uh, our listeners know, and as you know, obviously, there's what I would perceive as the first generation of behavioral marketers like Dakota and and revenue science, and of course, Dakota got purchased by AOL and is part of that platform A strategy they have. But I've got to think that we're moving into a second rev of behavioral marketing. Could you sort of explain where it's going and, and how you guys approach it? Sure, Larry. Um, very recently, Datron Media announced its Aperture product. And Aperture is a database-driven behavioral advertising product. Um, because uh, PII is necessary to send an email, Daytran is in a position to actually um, combine uh, household-level information along with transactional behavioral information and then anonymize that information so it can be used to give what we call a, a view into the audience or an aperture view into the audience. And it's really powerful because what happens is not only can you find out what the user has been doing, but you also can learn information about um, really the household-level information 
for that individual in a you know reporting like uh, view or of the audience that in general you only saw from companies um, doing media in the offline world. And are, should we be concerned like we were in the first generation of the privacy issues, or is that just part of what's happening? Well, I, I think what's most important is that the consumer should always be given the choice to opt out of any type of targeting. Um, but as we discussed earlier on, um, most consumers, when given the choice and when they understand that they're going to receive marketing anyways, opt in to behavioral marketing because they end up with relevant messaging as opposed to messaging um, that really isn't targeted um, to the individual. It's also important to note that online um, behavioral advertising or behavioral marketing um, is anonymous. So although you may be getting ads that are targeted to you, that information can never be tied back to personally identifiable information. As I mentioned, in email it's different, but in email the only way to reach an individual is through this identifiable information. So you've opted in and you've opted in in a way that clearly um, the consumer knows that, you know, their response is, is going to be tracked back to their, you know, to their profile. So yeah. I, I think as, as, as long as it uh, continues in the format that it is where people are given choice, uh, that's a really good direction. Yeah, I agree, and it's going to make so much more sense because you're going to just save time. You know, I was on, you'll, you'll probably, and the audience will think Larry needs to get a life, but I spent for the first time the other night about an hour and a half on Amazon, and you, and that is so different for me because I'll usually just make a list and buy my books or whatever I'm going to get, get it done and get out of there. But they've started adding uh, video and you know, discussions with authors and groups, so it's becoming part sort of entertainment, I guess. Just maybe your comments on that one as sites move to that more of a social kind of uh, interface. And second, you know, this use of rich media and, and video uh, seems to be becoming more and more prevalent. How does that play into the future of Daytron? It's a great question. Well, you know, as I mentioned earlier on, we're always interested in reaching the consumer where they want to be reached. And the, the primary reason to engage in behavioral marketing is to engage the consumer. And rich media gives you a, a great opportunity to engage the consumer, as does social media. Um, it's reaching consumers where they want to be reached. So Daytrend Media is looking for ways to help advertisers and publishers um, most effectively um, bring their messages to the consumers that are seeking their products. And the way to do that is to continue to, to allow media to evolve in a smart way that has the ability for consumers to opt out. So we're really interested in, and, and look forward to watching online media continue to become more interactive and social. I think it's so fun, the, uh, you know, just more and more watching the, the, the video and the rich media come into all these sites. You know, um, I, we all have been using this, these terms, uh, performance uh, marketing, a while. Is that something we should keep talking about? I keep hoping that the sort of agency of the future has a performance marketing division, that, uh, or should all marketing just be performance-based and it's going to become more generic? 
Well, performance-based marketing is, is certainly in, in many ways uh, the next generation. Um, certain types of media, however, just don't lend itself very well to performance marketing. For instance, outdoor advertising. It's really, really hard to tie outdoor advertising back to actual uh, sales, whether it be at the eyeball level of who saw the ad or if it's actually at the sale of the product uh, or service. Um, but as far as digital media goes, yeah, I, I think you're, you're you're dead on. I think the measurability and the performance aspects is is what's really driving its growth. Advertisers now realize it's not good enough to hope you're reaching your your you know uh, uh, you know your the consumers you're seeking. Um, you need to know that you've actually reached them. And when you look at our new product, Aperture, that's what it's really about. The product is is performance in that we give the advertiser um, the actual audience that's viewed their particular ad down to the transactional behaviors that that users uh, group of users have uh, have 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 had in the past. Yeah, and and that's obviously going to be so critical to marketers in the future. Hey, one more little question about I you know has been reading up on your storm post. Uh, even uh, the sort of the social media targeting. Could you explain that just a little more deeply than you did before to our audience? Because uh, we're, I'm getting loads of questions about the measurability of social media and marketing, and it, this sounds entirely measurable. Sure. Well, our, our StormPost application. Um, email application, we've ported over to also allow uh, advertisers and brands to reach out to their customers within social media. And it, it allows uh, marketers to send and track campaigns uh, via both online channels, email and social. And it allows a level of personalization um, that in, you would only have found an email before, but it is completely measurable. Um, it's the first of its kind. Uh, right now it's for Facebook, but we're looking at other social uh, media sites to incorporate. And, uh, you know, there's enhanced analytics and there's an interface that, you know, helps the brand and the advertiser really manage the relationship in this two-way dialogue uh, with the consumer. Hey, you know, I always have to do this at the end of the interviews with our guests, and, you know, sometimes I surprise you all, and sometimes you guys and, and girls you guys come up with the right answer. Or there, I guess there is no right answer, but I, I always ask, you know, it doesn't have to have anything to do with Daytran or marketing or it can have, but any cool sites you've been on lately that you'd like to share? You know, some people have said they loved this new site, Tumblr. We had two people about sort of, um, you know, social search is the best way I could explain it. But, I mean, even if it's a, a travel site or a sports site, is there something that you've come along that you're, you just think is really cool and you want to share with our audience, Matt? Yeah, you know, I, I was recently on a website called Zenby, and uh, what Zenby is is the next generation of email slash inbox slash, uh, you know, social application. And what it's trying to do is pull together all the great little applications and, and inbox type of uh, I guess widgets into a single place, and uh, it's in a beta right now. But uh, I think it's really very interesting and uh, something I would check out. Um, so there you have also, it, from Matt. I've got one. Would... I've got one more that oh. I think is really interesting. Not surprising. Cool. Another, uh, uh, 
you know, uh, messaging website. It's called Other Inbox, and it's another beta uh, program that's around uh, inbox messaging. And the goal of Other Inbox from, from is to allow um, people to have an email address that's or hundreds of email addresses, in fact, um, that they can use for actually signing up for online services and then tracking those services and being able to opt in and opt out of those services while still maintaining their primary email address. And uh, for, I think, guys like us that, that are online a whole lot and opting into things all over the web, it's important to know exactly where you're getting certain messaging from and, and how the whole downline works um, and having the ability to opt in and opt out at your, you know, at your own freedom. The name of that site again? Other Inbox. What great suggestions, Matt. I want to thank you so much for being on Market Edge today. Matt Kaiser is the founder of Daytrend Media, one of the leading uh, performance marketing companies in the world. Uh, they've evolved these, this platform and I think are really leading it big time. Matt Kaiser, thanks for being on Market Edge today. Thanks, Larry. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure, and uh, you know, I look forward to the next time. And everybody else, don't forget, tune in next Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Time in the United States to webmasterradio.fm for another great show and another great interview with Market Edge. Thanks again. This is Larry Weber. Talk to you later.